You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, happy Wednesday. Uh, This week, we're looking at the controversy that has existed since the first century church that still exists today. And it's the theological debate on whether Christians are saved by their good works or whether they're saved by faith in the work of Jesus on the cross alone. And James chapter 2 hits this controversy head on. James writes as if he expected opposition to his teaching when he says, but someone, perhaps one of his critics, will say, you have faith, I have deeds, as if faith and works were completely unrelated and could be completely separated. He's writing as if some suggested there are some people who uh, are works Christians and some people who are faith Christians. James addressed that absurdity with this fiery challenge. He said, show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. And James' argument is entirely practical. He's saying, I challenge you to show me any evidence of faith without works. It can't be done. But I will have no problem supplying evidence of my faith through my acts of service and loves. James continued his challenge in verse 20. He said, you foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? And then he pulls out the big gun by using Abraham, the father of our faith, as an illustration to drive his point home. He said, was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? The next verse, verse 22, is the key verse to understanding the entire section. He says, you see that his faith and his actions were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend. Historically, when did Abraham demonstrate that his faith was authentic? Well, in Genesis 22, when he obediently offered his son Isaac on the altar. However, it's interesting to note that Abraham believed God's promise in Genesis 15 when God promised him he would be the father of a great nation. But the astonishing evidence of his faith came around 24 years later in Genesis 22 when he was willing, he didn't have to, but he was willing to offer his son Isaac on the altar in obedience to God. He already had faith, but this authenticated his faith. His works confirmed his saving faith. In verse 24, James concludes the lesson from the life of Abraham saying, you see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Let me give you a practical real-life illustration of what faith and actions working together can look like. When, when I was a pastor uh, living in Vegas, one of my favorite ministries in the church that we had there was one where every Sunday morning a team of people would lo- load up in vans at 5 a.m. And they would go to an area known as Homeless Alley where they would pick up homeless people and bring them to church, give them a chance to shower, to shave, to get a clean change of clothes, have a hot breakfast, and attend a worship service. And an amazing thing began to happen. A number of these homeless people started finding Jesus and turning their lives around. They started uh, finding employment, uh, even serving on ministry teams as changemakers in the church. Charlie was one of those guys from Homeless Alley. And part of what landed him there was a longtime battle with depression that he really didn't even understand, didn't know how to treat. Uh, Charlie started coming to church with some of the others on Sunday mornings. And one of the volunteers named Sandy knew there had to be more to life than the comfortable home that she and her husband enjoyed in suburbia. And so one day, 
She felt led by God to take Charlie home, and she introduced him to her husband, Lauren, and Charlie lived with them off and on for a couple of months. And sometimes he would stay with them, sometimes he would go back to Homeless Alley. Sandy spent a lot of time listening to him, encouraging him, sharing Jesus with him. And she was able to get him some professional Christian counseling with a psychologist that helped him tremendously with his depression. Sandy helped him with job applications and to get a new wardrobe. Uh, Today, Charlie's no longer homeless. He's stable, has a job, is working hard to make a living. He became a follower of Jesus, went through a study for new believers, got into a small group, started serving in the church. Not too long after all this happened, uh, Sandy and Lauren experienced their own tragedy when their 43-year-old son died of cancer. And Charlie, who was 43 himself at the time, became an encouragement and a support for them in their time of grief and loss and kind of actually like another son to them. Last I heard, Charlie and Sandy and Lauren's daughter were engaged to be married. Isn't that amazing what faith and works working together can accomplish? God, I thank you that faith leads to actions that change lives. And I thank you that Abraham, though he had faith, was willing to demonstrate the extent of his faith. I'm so grateful you stopped him and he didn't have to sacrifice his son Isaac. But he trusted you, trusted that you would raise him from the dead if you did. And God, I I pray that today, uh, like Sandy and Lauren, we would have our eyes open for the Charlies of the world. Maybe a homeless person, but it just may be somebody who lives on our block. Maybe somebody we go to school with, that we work with, that has a need that we could be attuned to so that our faith becomes real. And that when we say we love you, we really show it. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm so honored to spend this time with you each day. We'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 